Welcome to the wonderful world of wine. I'm Kim Simone and my partner in wine is Mark Lenzi and we are here to talk to you about all things wine. Topic, trends, technology, tastes and so much more. So thank you for joining us today. Our first topic today comes from one of my favorite wine web pages. It's called Wine Folly. And they have really interesting and accessible wine articles about any topic you could possibly imagine. And the one that we were going to talk about today has to do with seasonal wines and specifically fall wines. And this was really a nice article because it kind of thought outside the box. Usually when people are asking us about wines for fall, and reds in particular, we tend to fall back on favorites that have been favorites for a really long time, like Beaujolais, like Pinot Noir. But this was really nice because it gave us some other ideas and other options to recommend for people for fall. What are some of your favorite fall wines, Mark? Hi, Kim. I like Hi. this. I like the way she presented this because it wasn't just wine recommendations for that season, but she based it on foods, so uh, types of food. And, and for me, the fall season is all about starting to look at things to to bring in for, for Thanksgiving and mm -hmm. comfort food. So I guess first, before we get into the fall thing, I kind of like to go get your feeling on wines by a season. So me playing the role as a tailor and you playing the role as an educator and a drinker, let's just look at each season to get to fall. So sure. let's talk about spring. When you think spring wine, what do you think of? So for spring, I feel like we're getting out of those heavy, dark, deep reds and people are starting to explore whites a little bit more. It's like it's not quite into rosé season yet, but people are looking for something that's a little bit brighter. You know, you have a lot of farmers markets that are starting up and you have greens and fresh things that it's like, oh, we're waking up after the winter. So I tend to go for like bright whites, Sauvignon Blancs, things along those lines. Yeah. And, and retail spring is all about getting that like you say the crisp rosé that's the time you start looking at rosés bring them in people want to start looking for those crisp light wines then we move to summer what do you think about for your summer wine i'm all about rosé for summertime but i think for food summer is so versatile because there's just so much going on you know you have your tomatoes and your herbs and all those fresh things from the garden and we have a lot of things to play with so there's a lot that you can do as far as pairing wines with food that you have in the summertime. And I, I kind of look at rosé as one of the truly last seasonal wines that we still see, because most things you can get at any time of year. But for rosé, a few cases of that one particular rosé might come in in late spring, early summer. And once that's gone from the shelf, that's gone. So you're not going to see that again until the next year. And it's it's really nice to still have some of those things that you can say, oh, you know, this is this is a truly seasonal thing. And I'm going to, I'm going to, get a bunch of bottles of this and I'm going to drink it through the summer and I'm really going to enjoy it. Yeah, the rosés are ordered before spring starts, but mm -hmm. you're right, they don't kick in until that real hot weather hits. So you hit it right on the head. On my my point of view on the wines of the summer, it's a crisp, refreshing, things with salads, light foods. Mm -hmm. So we're also looking at uh, chillable reds. So yeah, definitely refreshing wines we look at for the summer. And then let's skip fall because we're going to talk a lot about that, but let's go right to winter. What do you think of for a winter wine? You know, those richer reds and you want to pair them with your, your comfort 
comfort foods that are heavy on the carbs and maybe heavy on the stews and the pastas and the things like that. So, you know, I look towards those Merlots, those Cabernet blends. I also drink a lot of things like Zinfandel or, you know, big reds out of Spain for the wintertime. It's kind of the kind of thing that you want to have a glass of while you're sitting by the fireplace. Yeah. And everything you said is exactly what we look at when we, we start stocking up for the seasons. And winter is all about something to warm you up, heavy, more body in a wine, going to maybe a dessert wine or port um, with a little more alcohol maybe to, to warm you up. This article we'll get back to was fall and they did base it on food pairing. So to me, when I'm looking to buy wines for fall, I'm looking all about pairings for the the Thanksgiving meal. Mm-hmm. It, do you look that way for fall wines? I do sometimes. Um, I really love fall foods. I'm a big fan of squash. I'm a big fan of kind of those earthy vegetables, mushrooms, you know, those kind of things, which do find their way into a traditional Thanksgiving meal. And for me, it's it's so much fun to pair kind of those slightly, you know, with summer reds, you're looking for all that freshness. And then for the fall ones, you know, you can dip a little bit into those things that might have those earthy notes or those, you know, somewhat heavier, a little funkier. And I really like those wines with the kind of foods that are available in the fall, you know, the nuts and the squashes and, and all, really all those wonderful things. The food you are, you think more in depth. <laughs> I'm thinking just the general Thanksgiving meal. I mean, these wines that were mentioned in this article are not, not a lot of the common things you see. I mean, uh, there was Cab Franc, Barbera, Dolcetto. Which one struck you the most as being a, maybe a unique version for fall? Um, actually, the white sort of struck me as something different. I, I liked how her recommendations were wines that kind of went hand in hand with each other. So like for her whites, she recommended Semillon and then our, also Marsan and Roussan. So these are great varieties that are from France, but are a heavier grape. You know, they're they're not those light citrusy Sauvignon Blancs. They're things with a little bit of weight, sometimes a higher alcohol level, and they really can stand up to those heavier fall foods. So those were, I thought, very interesting for me because when I tend to think about these getting ready for fall wines, when I think of whites for that season, I tend to gravitate towards Pinot Gris, sometimes Gewürztraminer, but I don't usually think, oh, how about a bottle of Semillon? You know, that's yeah, something Simeon. that's a little bit different. Yeah. Semillon was it was an unusual one for me. And the way I, real, I, I see this a lot, with, say, uh, Australian producers. They love to use Simeon, but they always blend it with, say, a Sauvignon Blanc. Mm-hmm. And they love to put it on the label. And when I ask them, you know, what's the percentage, it's mostly Sauvignon Blanc. And I ask them, does it, you think it scares people away from the purchase because they see this grape they might not know. Mm-hmm. But it is a great blending grape for, for Sauvignon Blanc. So you don't really think of it. I wasn't thinking of it as a fall wine, but the food based fall wines, it's perfect. Right. You're thinking about those, you know, chestnuts and things to go with like stuffing on the Thanksgiving table and, and all those things that would go really nicely. The other French varietals they had, the other white was Marsan Roussan, which tremendously great food wine, I mm-hmm. feel that a lot of people don't explore and they recommended that with turkey and, and I think that is a perfect pairing for fall. And again, it's one of those heavier whites. So these three grapes um, and these, these new categories for people I think is a really nice, alternative for those people who really enjoy Chardonnays and fuller bodied Chardonnays. You know, if you like a big creamy oaky Chardonnay and you want to try something new, these really are the perfect next step because they have that nice weight to them. They have that feel in your mouth like you have some richness and you're really getting a nice big mouthful of wine. So it's something different for those drinkers who, you know, maybe those Pinot Grigios and then those Sauvignon Blancs are too light, but you're looking for something a little bit different. Yeah. And it's, it may be a different t- style 
style of white fruits that uh, come out in those type of, type of grapes. So the other interesting part of this, they mentioned Zinfandel, which was, is the classic. Mm-hmm. It was has always been the classic fall I almost wise. always have a Zin at Thanksgiving. Zin. And they did mention Primitivo, which I think was a great recommendation. It, it's an Italian grape, southern Italian grape, which is has history dating to linking it to Zinfandel. Mm-hmm. And the way they looked at it was it's a little lighter in alcohol, but the same profile as a Zin. So I think that is a great recommendation for, for fall food. Agreed. I think one of the other classic ones that she talks about is Cabernet Franc. And that's one of those grapes that really kind of toes the line between a light-bodied and a medium to full-bodied red. And especially if you get one from a cooler growing climate, you have something that is not super heavy. It's got some interesting sort of earthy notes to it and some flavors that remind you of a lighter Cabernet Sauvignon without all the tannins. Yeah, and Cab Franc is one of my favorite single varietal grapes to have, but it's used many times as a blending grape. But traditionally, when I have a, a nice, when I open up a Cab Franc and it's nice aromatics, sometimes you get a little hint of like a, a cocoa or a mint. I, I get some uh-huh. really strange things, but it's a great food wine to, to explore. I forget which which one, which foods, do you, do you remember which food she said? For Cabernet Franc? Yeah, with this. I mean, I would put it with turkey all, all day long, chicken, poultry, I love it with um, vegetable dishes because I find a lot of cool climate Cabernet Francs have sort of a, you know, a peppery, like a green pepper, red pepper kind of a note to it. And I like pairing those wines that have those notes with vegetable dishes. So something like stuffed peppers would be excellent with yeah. a Cabernet Franc. And depending yeah, where it's from, like you get different different yeah. profiles. Um, I like the Cabernet Francs from California, actually. There's a little bit more ripeness for me. That's just what I prefer. And then you get some rounder fruit and you get more berry notes and less of those green vegetables vegetable notes. I agree with that. It's a nice color to it. I think that's mm-hmm. a lot of times where they use it as a blending grape. It brings brings some depth and color to, to the wines. Any other things stood out for you within this article? For me, the she has some emphasis on um, Barbera and Dolcetto, which are the... I, I hesitate to say the minor grape varieties, but the everyday drinking wines of the Piedmont region of northern Italy. And these really are the the workhouse wines and the wines that you see that the people are drinking every day as they're waiting for their Barolos and their Barbarescos to age. And I hadn't really thought about these as fall wines, but they certainly do fit the profile because you have nice high acidity. You have, that again, that medium body, so they're not too heavy, and they're fantastic food wines. But I never have had them for Thanksgiving. I've had primitive for Thanksgiving, but I never would have considered doing a, a Barbera or a Dolcetto. And nice fruit profiles. I think you get nice mm-hmm. cherry, red cherry, black cherry fruits. From... And if you're Italian like me and you have a lasagna as your first course, that's perfect. Perfect wine. Thank you for joining us and listening to the wonderful world of wine. We are Mark Lindsay and Kim Simone. You can find uh, all these topics and other podcasts on our Facebook page, The Wonderful World of Wine. Cheers. Cheers.